0: Markets finish on their lows as they continue to digest the debt uh, ceiling debate debacle. That's a lot of words. But uh, the Dow finished down about 0.68, not too bad. S&P down 1.12, NASDAQ down 1.26 as the debt ceiling negotiations continue to linger over the market and the deadlines and target dates and things like that are up. For uh, open for debate and speculation in terms of when is the government actually going to have to shut down some departments, run out of money. Last time they had this issue in 2011, they drug it out to the last hour. Uh, It did put pressure on the markets. We showed that it dropped about 20% across the board and uh, Bitcoin, including uh, that was the 2011 peak for Bitcoin. And we'll look at the charts in a minute, but uh, we are sending a very negative, negative signal about our ability to run our economy, let alone uh, be an anchor for the rest of the world, says Mohammed Al aryan on CNBC this morning. Um, he said he's very impressed by the market's stability and the views the S&P uh, 500 has fairly priced despite the recent headwind and uncertainty surrounding the Federal Reserve's next rate move. So everyone just feels like there's a party in the market and wanting to participate. So, um, you know, what's really going on is the markets are still expecting and pricing in and betting that the Fed is going to be reducing rates by the uh, end of the year before the end of the year. Um, a lot of economists and analysts do not expect any kind of a recession or a hard landing uh, because the economy is still strong. The consumer is still strong. Earnings have been decent. Um, inflation is coming down. We are seeing uh you know, disinflation where the rate or deflation where the rate of inflation is coming down or the, you know, the rate of inflation is lowering, but not inflation itself. We're not seeing prices come down, but we're just seeing the rate that inflation is rising is coming down in terms of disinflation. And now the stagflationary component is starting to uh, pressure and weigh on the markets and the consumer stagflation being high inflation, low growth. Uh, So the growth expectation, several of the companies have reduced their forward guidance uh, we've seen Home Depot and Lowe's take a hit. Of course, we're going into the summer months. People are taking vacations, spending money on trips. Credit card bills uh, are racking up. Uh, but there's still a lot of money out there because consumers um, leveraged, homeowners leveraged equity in their houses uh, to the tunes, uh, uh, you know, hundreds of billions to trillions of dollars in terms of the equity that they pulled out of their houses when they refinanced in the last couple of years with rates being at record lows, also reducing uh, payments. So that's pumped a lot of money into the uh, Balance sheet of consumers and into the economy, kind of propping things up and keeping people spending. So uh, the next issue is going to be the Fed meeting in the middle of June. Are they going to hike? Or are they not going to hike? If they do, it'll be 25 basis points. Not a big deal. 25 basis points isn't going to move the needle either way. Markets really don't care about that. The markets are solely focused on the debt ceiling. The closer we get to the deadline without a resolution, the more that's going to weigh on markets. Markets will reprice. Uh, the government's not going to default. That, that will not happen. Uh, but if it did, that would, that would definitely be, you know, a huge, big event for the markets, a 2022 type event, a t- 2009 type of event in terms of markets being down 50%. And then the fed would definitely step in at that point, probably, uh, do some quantitative easing, buying some assets. I doubt they would cut rates because inflation is still a problem. So they're, that's not in their tool chest right now. They do not have the ability to cut rates with, uh, inflation like it is. And then the next debate, uh, that everybody's talking about is um in terms of inflation is entrenched is inflation entrenched so what does entrenched mean so entrenched means people are getting used to inflation uh, houses are still selling at record levels gas is still you know well above the $3 mark in most areas food is still very high in a lot of areas wages have gone up so you go out to eat you go to restaurants retail store prices are up pretty much everywhere and people are still spending so they're getting used to these new prices especially housing. People are just thinking, well, this is just the price you're going to have to pay for housing and less rates go a lot higher and inventory starts to build. But in most markets, once again, you're seeing multiple offers. You're seeing lines uh, at houses when they come on the market. And then, of course, there's areas where, you know, houses are struggling. But, you know, the inflation that is sticky and that is becoming entrenched uh, is going to be very difficult for the Fed to get that back down to that 2% target without doing a bunch of more hiking. We saw the Fed speakers come out last week Uh, Several said that we need to do more hiking and inflation is still a problem. Several of them said uh, we could see a pause and then maybe hike later. None of them said we're done and we are not going to hike again or we're going to cut rates. They all said we're going to hike again or we're going to pause and then hike maybe later in July, August, somewhere around there. In other news, Ron DeSantis will launch his presidential bid in a live event with Elon Musk on Twitter. So this is the new generation of media, not just social media, but media in general, where traditionally candidates would announce on a major news network or cable news network. uh, Instead, Ron DeSantis is first going to Twitter. And the reason is, is because the viewership, he'll probably get tenfold the viewership and attention on Twitter than he would on any major news network. And then, of course, right after that, that evening, uh, this is going to be tomorrow, uh, tomorrow at 7 p.m., It will be moderated by David Sachs. So it'll be uh, Musk and DeSantis on Twitter spaces, moderated by David Sachs. And then following that, he will be appearing on Fox, of course, Um, uh, that's the uh, station of the Republican party. CNN is trying to get a piece of that and have, you know, tried to change some of their ways. Uh, But um, it'll be interesting to see how that Twitter spaces goes, see how many people tune into that and, you know, what happens moving forward. It'll be an interesting election election here this year, to say the least. It's going to be very entertaining. So uh, whether you're into politics or not, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. But uh, anyways, here's the Dow Jones, you know, creeping along, kind of rolling over here, uh, moving to take out this last uh, higher low right here, holding uh, currently at this level. And let's see what fib level that is, because it's always interesting to see what the fib... Levels are showing on these retracements. And you know, again, rejecting, you know, came up above, but ultimately rejected at the 618, headed back down for the 0.5. Let's look at the Nasdaq. Nasdaq has been on a tear and um, you know, handful of tech stocks with the AI revolution leading the way. AI is on everybody's agenda right now in Wall Street, corporate America, any of the earnings calls from a tech company, they all were asked, how do you plan to leverage AI? Uh, So that's all the buzz right now. Uh, Popping up above the 0.5, coming back to back check it in the S&P. Let's see where the S&P is from a Fibonacci level. And then more importantly, this major level of 4,200. Um, which has been the main resistance and support for a long time across the board. But again, the 0.5 level on the FIB, let's get rid of that and take a look at on the S&P, this level here of 4,200 pretty much all the way back uh, from 2021 back in this area coming through into 2022, all the way into 2023. That's been a critical area of support and resistance for a number of years uh, on the S&P. Take a look at the VIX, had a nice little pop on the VIX today. VIXI still continuing its March up, most likely gonna move to the 105 level. That'll be the critical level to see if it breaks, moves for, uh, for a higher move. The two year on the March, 10 year on the March, again, debt ceiling, rotation of capital, coming out of risk assets, going in to the dollar and treasuries to hedge, uh, oil marching up a little bit. The Saudis came out and warned the speculators, uh, about oil. Do not, uh, told them that, uh, to be careful, pain is coming to them in the oil trade. So my guess is they're going to announce production cuts. They want that oil price to be closer to 80 to 90 dollars a barrel. Of course, that's not good for the inflation conversation. The reason price is down is because obviously, you know, lack of demand overall, uh, you know, global uh, economy slowing around the world. Let's take a look at Bitcoin here, kind of hanging out in this area. Still, everybody's still waiting for the head and shoulders to play out and strike down to the levels that uh, we've been looking at 24, 758, somewhere in that level first, but ultimately, ultimately that $25,000 level first, then down into the $23,000 level and ultimately back down to that $20,000 level. So the probabilities are pretty good that Bitcoin, given the environment and what's going on, will most likely test some of these lower levels. Will that hold? And will you know will Bitcoin be able to continue on from there once the debt ceiling uh, issue is resolved? I think that's going to depend on the greater market uh, geopolitical environment, and what's going on there. The head Fed hiking, I don't think is going to have you know too much of an impact. Another 25 basis points really isn't going to matter to the markets or investors in the whole scheme of things. It's more about liquidity. Uh, QT is more important. Uh, overall economy is more important. What does growth look like? What does the job market look like? And, um, you know, what does the strength of the consumer look like, which so far has been pretty resilient again because of like we talked about the refinance boom. But pretty much, you know, all the all the altcoins, everything just kind of marching along in a good, you know, consolidation accumulation phase, still some downside risk on most assets returning back to. You know, pre 2020 boom levels reverting back to the mean uh, prior to the big boom of the, you know, trillions of dollars that were pumped into the economy that fed this asset bubble that we've been in. And, you know, this has been a bubble in all assets all across the board. So, right now, all we can do is kind of sit back and wait, watch the, uh, uh, you know, watch what the, you know, debt ceiling issue looks like. I mean, that's the biggest thing on the agenda right now. That'll be followed up by a Fed move. Uh, And it will be interesting to see if the debt ceiling is still not resolved when the Fed meets at their next meeting. That would be a very interesting kind of perfect storm for the markets. If there is no resolution of the debt ceiling when the Fed meets and they decide to hike rates, Uh, that could be a big event for the markets. And the markets will obviously price all that in leading up to it. And then once the debt ceiling is raised, the markets will rebound and bounce and the Fed does their thing. It'll be off to the races again until we start to see the real effects of entrenched inflation impacts on the consumer, which is still holding up and spending and keeping the economy going. So these are the things I'm looking at. I'll see you in the next video.